in the endless reaches of the universe there once existed a planet known as Krypton, a planet that burned like a green star in the distant heavens. One of the planet's leading scientists, sensing the approach of doom, placed his infant son in a small rocket ship and sent it hurtling in the direction of Earth just as Krypton exploded. Because of the amazing powers that this child possessed, he grew up to become what mankind knew only as Superman. Superman was believed to be the sole survivor of Krypton's destruction, but what many don't know is that two others recently made it to Earth. Lacking the superhuman abilities of their predecessors, they have taken it upon themselves to educate, entertain, and maybe even annoy humanity instead. They may not be faster than a speeding bullet, more powerful than a locomotive, and able to leap tall buildings in a single bound. But they are... Ben and Mickey! Welcome, everybody. This is another episode of The Prop Shows All. <laughs> you are with Ben and Vicky on Sin 90.7 or sin.org.au. There you go. And what a show we've got for you today. We will what kick it off. What a show we've got for you today. I know. I'm surprised as well. <laughs> but I thought Punctuation. Always fun. <laughs> I thought we'd kick it off with finishing off some business from last week's show. Well, should we quickly explain what is the prop shows before we finish our unfinished business? Well, I think people know what it is by now, but go on. All right. Well, the prop shows is the show where we propose things. Uh, we come up with solutions or problems or questions, and then we propose them to you, the listeners of Sin 90.7 FM for your judgment. <laughs> yes. But mostly ours. And Ours is much more heavily weighted than yours. We had a proposal last episode. We did. That the 12 Apostles was, well, underwhelming, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> well, just that the trip to get there was not... It wasn't worth it in the yeah, long run. Yeah, well, the, the distance to payoff is little. Yeah, it's like we can drive three hours to see some rocks and then three hours back. That's a long time out of your day so to look at So we sort of said, you know, can we put a, a road trip game on the way? Could we maybe move some of Australia's other monuments closer to it? Maybe on the way you see the big pineapple and the giant worm. Now we're talking. Um, maybe you go past the nobbies. Nobbies? What's I don't know that? what they are. I'm not sure. <laughs> if you know <laughs> what the nobbies are, text in 0427767767. We'll have to do some research during the song. I'm not 100% sure what the nobbies are, but I think they're a Victorian um, tourist attraction. Okay, I'll take your word Possibly. for it. Possibly. But my proposal that we didn't get to last week mm. was I recently went to a landmark that I think was equally, nay, better than the 12 oh, Apostles. Oh, so you've got a proposal for the An Tourism Commission. Yeah. So, so the like, Victorian Tourism Commission, you're like, well, you're you're selling us the 12 Apostles quite heavily to overseas visitors, but they're not being especially whelmed once they get there. Yeah, you see the 12 Apostles crop up all the time. You go to the Melbourne airport, they're probably there on some signage. They're hanging around. Well, seven in. of them are cropping up. That's true. The, <laughs> the majority of them, at least. The other three are what? Sleeping with five? Are sleeping with the fishes? There's, they're down a few. <laughs> you know, but they're, they're popping up in Qantas commercials. But what I don't see in those commercials yes, ben. is Bounce Inc. Okay. Something that I think deserves more praise than it's getting. Bounce Inc. sounds like something that like you put on your feet and write on a giant piece of paper like you're an art attack. I'm not following you here. Ink. So you jump around and make some kind of artwork? Yeah, in the ink. Well, I haven't got to that stage. Maybe. Ah, well, I was just thinking bounce ink. What is it? It is a place with 100 trampolines. <laughs> that is 10, like, times 10. It's logarithm amount of apostles nearly. That's Yeah, okay. <laughs> so it's already ahead. It's got a logarithmic times amount of apostles. If you, yeah, if you're going for nearly. the amount of something at a destination... Bouncing definitely wins out. It is pooing all over the 12 Apostles with 100 trampolines. And definitely there's more trampolines than the 12 Apostles. Yes, that's true. So if you're going number of trampolines or number of tourist attraction objects, it's winning on both counts. There you go. So uh, I only just discovered this recently. Mm. But I told people about it during the last couple of weeks since I've gone. And people are like, oh, yeah, bouncing. I'm like, why didn't you tell me? All these people. <laughs> so you feel like people are closet going there and having a good time. Or at least they're aware of it. I personally haven't been. I've seen it on Facebook a few times. Well, it is great. I encourage everyone to go How check it out. How far away is it, though? It's only about 45 minutes. Oh, well, there at least you go. from my place. <laughs> Maybe the CBD, it's even closer. So if you have the choice between bouncing and the 12 apostles, 
it's pretty obvious in my mind the decision. Ugh, do you want to go that far? So what are you saying? Put that more of that at the Melbourne airport and maybe in trees and brochures. Yeah, scratch all these rocks. Yeah, but anyone can build a bouncing. Not anyone can build a 12 apostles. But how many people have one to my knowledge? <laughs> there might be overseas bouncings. Why would you come all the way to Australia to go to a bouncing? Vicky, if you think Paris had a bouncing... Would they be showing the Arc de Triomphe? Would they be showing the Eiffel Tower? No. <laughs> it would be trampolines everywhere. <laughs> We've got two texts in on this matter. Yep. My general metric is if travel time there and back is less than the time you want to spend there, it's not worth going. That's kind of what we uh, had feedback on last week. And uh, I was trying to work out whether or not that was true. Because what is it, a four-hour round trip there? I'd say even longer. Wow. So it's like, I, I guess that's a pretty See, good rule. See, I don't rule. necessarily go time spent there. I go wow factor. Yeah. So if it's... If you go there and they put on a good half an hour show for you. Yeah, maybe, I'm like, whoa. If it's like you get there and Cirque du Soleil is doing its thing. Yeah, like they're doing like ribbon running up and down the 12 Apostles. That yeah. would be amazing. If, if they had those trampolines and they were jumping between Apostles, then that might be the drive. It if might there make was it worth it. bouncing on top of the Apostles, perhaps. Yeah, then that would be worth the trip. We've got our friend Pebo also texting in. I don't think there are 12 anymore. Some fell over. Five, I think, are sleeping now. So yeah. five of the apostles are sleeping with the fishes. That sounds about what we were thinking. The Nobbies are a mountain range somewhere near Geelong, I believe. I thought the Nobbies were on Phillip Island, to be honest. Well, either way, a mountain range. I'm not that impressed either. No, but if they were next to each other, maybe. But you know what is impressive? That they have trampoline dodgeball at bouncing. <laughs> are you working for them? <laughs> no, but I'm trying to. Yeah, I can tell. <laughs> Hoping some on-air sponsorship will get a free admission for you, obviously. <laughs> So I, do you uh, accept my proposal? Are you thinking that we should mix this up? Because I'm quite excited. I personally <laughs> decline it. I think that we could perhaps draft in bouncing to make the apostles more exciting. What, combine the two? Yeah, or perhaps on the way have a few bouncings. No, because you need all of the combined trampolines in the one vicinity. No, that's what I'm saying. Would you drive like an hour and a half to bouncing? Yep. And then if someone was like, oh, I'm new to Australia and the 12 apostles are only like an hour away now. So it was like, I already drove to Bouncing. Yeah, and it's halfway. <sighs> or more, just over halfway to the 12 Apostles. I guess I would consider it. Because the one time I did go to the 12 Apostles, I was already at uh, Anglesey. So that's... <laughs> that's like five minutes away. No, you think that. It's still 100 kilometres away. Is it? Yeah. Wow. Anglesey is further than you think. No, but so is the 12 Apostles. That's what I'm saying. They're so far, Vicky. Well, do you know what threads? Is it that ad for New Zealand that says New Zealand closer than you think? Oh, okay. That's so threatening. Like, maybe people... Like, they're right behind you. (laughs) (laughs) I see. I thought it was basically saying that people had overestimated. Like, I could go to New Zealand. Like, oh, Uh, so far far. away. Might as well go to Europe. No, I feel like New Zealand closer than you think. It's like it could be the tagline to the new Scream movie. Yeah, like they're right behind you. <laughs> and then it's like New Zealand, only 45 minutes away. Like on the next side, you're like, oh crap. They're getting closer, Ron. Yeah, exactly. I didn't realise New Zealand was our arch nemesis. Well, I'm just, I just think it's frightening that they're closer than I think. I like things to be the exact distance that I think they are and not getting any closer. Well, give me, how long do you think it takes to get to New Zealand? I would have said an hour. By what? Plane. By, no way. It's like really? four hours is it? plane, yeah. Oh, well, so it's well further, well further away. than I think. So that's safe. Here we go. The Dobbies is a place at Phillip Island where a large colony of Australian fur seals are located. It might be the possibly the biggest seal colony in Australia. Someone can confirm or deny. <laughs> All right. Um, Ranger Stacy from Agro's Cartoon Connection. Yeah, maybe that's. If you're just, listening. Maybe Ranger Stacy was the one texting in. There used to be a rock out near the 12 that was almost the exact shape of the Australian mainland. We used to love looking at it, but it fell over a few years ago. What is with this? <laughs> Australia, get your rocks together. <laughs> Australia's getting too many rocks yeah, off into the ocean. Because between, uh, like, a little further than the 12 Apostles, we had for a while the London Bridge. Yes. Now it's just the London also Arch. Also fell down. Yeah. yeah. There's just a single arch rather than two. So it's like we really, I told you last week that pretty soon all of these are going to be gone. Yeah. I don't think I was overestimating. No, I don't think you were either. The Nobbies wouldn't help you? Giant fur seal colony nearby? I mean. Okay, so bouncing 45 minutes. Yeah. Giant seal colony, another 45. So we just have to scatter a series of landmarks. Well, that's what I'm saying. Maybe the giant pineapple, maybe another half. But where do you stop? 
Because it's like, well, you could do a round trip of Australia. That would be amazing. (laughs) Why aren't we doing that? I can see that, actually. Let's uh, try and line up all these giant They're not in a row for you to travel around. That'd be fantastic. Someone has texted, at least we have Uluru. That's well out of the way. fall through to the lava below. But I think, again, (laughs) that, that plays into the time spent journeying two time at attraction uh, ratio. Yeah, see, you would go because... a long way to go to Uluru, but it's not like you're going to spend four days there. No, we, we spent, like, what, like half a day there? Yeah, I guess. In year but 11. But it was an enjoyable half a day. I would bother. But even the several days that we took driving there was mm-hmm. quite fun. True. So you have to make it worthwhile on the way. <laughs> I think, yeah, what Australia needs to do is line up all of its tourist attractions in a giant tourist Drive. Yeah, I think we're onto something here. I don't know why we haven't done that. It's sort of like we're almost there. We in just my have to mind, because I'm Vicky centric, starts at my house. Yeah, and then goes up towards Sydney, through mm-hmm. Sydney, up towards Gold Coast and that sort of area, Townsville up well, through Gold Cape Coast. York. I, I feel like we're pretty safe there. You can drive 45 minutes and find a big thing or a theme park easily in any direction. Yeah, but well, we just have to fill out the rest of the. Map. No, that's what I'm saying. So then that's where it goes up. Yeah. And then it goes down through like Cape, what is that? Cape York up the top? That sounds good. And then down through the there. The nobbies, I believe. <laughs> no, they fell in the ocean. <laughs> and then maybe down from Cape York through Broome, oh no, through Uluru. Yeah. Like through Darwin, sorry, and like oh, okay. Kings Canyon and what else is up there? Kakadu. Through to Uluru. Then bounce back up. No need for South Australia. In my opinion. Well, bouncing back up. Yep. You've got bouncing, bouncing on the mind. Bouncing maybe will be around Uluru to bounce you back up to, say, Broome and then down through Western Australia and you finish. You fly out of Perth. Fly I'm out of board. Fremantle. I'm on board. Yeah, I don't see the problem with this. Someone says we are mad for big tourist things, bananas, pineapples. I'm not saying that I've got a problem with them. I think our tourist attractions are great. I don't know if Ben's got the problem, but also maybe the- I think we're just the positioning is off. Yeah. All of our fun stuff is clustered around the Gold Coast. We do like a big attraction. Maybe if we just named the 12 apostles. The giant apostles? The big rocks or something. (laughs) The big stacks. Yeah, and then people would be uh, less inclined to... Would a light show drag you out there? Like a quite impressive one? Well, this was my argument towards the giant Buddha. (laughs) (laughs) I said that if it lit up like smorgies every hour when we went, because I was underwhelmed by that as well. <laughs> I don't know why I've got it against all these iconic landmarks. Someone has said, how about the longest walking slash horse trail in the world? Starts at Healesville, not too far from your place. <laughs> Still pretty far, but go on. And finishes over 3,000 kilometres later in Queensland. But what's along the trail? It's not the matter of the trail. Why do we have to walk it, though? Like, I feel like... Well, I don't think the tourist trail will be walk. I was assuming it was drive, if not monorail. Oh, I thought you said a walking trail. He said walking trail. There's already a walking trail that exists oh, in Healesville. Okay. And ends up in Queensland. But I'm saying, well, that's fine, but what's along it? I think we should install some sort of monorail between our attractions. Well, if you're some walking... S- tourist super tram. If you're walking 3,000 kilometres to... To see this, the... Um, you'd want to put the big things well within range. You'd want to spread them out or have something amazing at the end. Yeah. Like a pot of gold. There you go. Well, your dad is walking like... He's doing the Camino Trail in Spain at the moment, <laughs> which I find amazing purely for the fact that it's 800 kilometres. And before he left, he didn't walk a kilometre. <laughs> he went for that. There's two ways to train for an event, in his opinion. Yeah, yeah. He's He said that he read about it and he's like, you can either train for months leading up to the uh, to the pilgrimage or you can do no training at all. And guess which one he chose? <laughs> I can imagine he went with no training. But he's, he's doing quite well, well. I thought he went there to have an epiphany. Well, that that definitely seemed like... I think if you walk 800 kilometres, an epiphany is almost a guarantee. Well, has he epiffed? I haven't heard about one, but maybe that's something that you keep private. It's maybe, a private epiph. I don't know. Like, do you, If he comes back and he's like a hippie or something... I thought I you had to we'll share your out. epiphanies. Like, I've epiffed. Like, it, imagine if Buddha kept that to himself. Well, like, oh, I found enlightenment. Well... I'm going to go home. Did Buddha tell us how to achieve enlightenment? I think so. Isn't that the whole basis of the religion? I only read the first page of the book, (laughs) to be honest. Sounds like you're 12. (laughs) No, I was in a hotel at some stage. Instead of the Bible, Bible. they had whatever Buddha's book is called. Have you read the first page of the Bible? I read a lot of the Bible, actually. Really? It does not hold off on second readings. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well... Let us know if your father's a piffed. And you can text in on any of these matters. What do you think of our giant giant tourist trail slash monorail slash bullet train between around Australia? Or have you had a public epiphany? 
Or to a piff, can you only a piff in private? Text in 0427-767-767, which is also... 0427-POP-POP. Or 0427-SMS-SMS. If you're online, you can go to www.sin.org.au and send us a free web message. I'm still stuck up on, have you had a public epiphany? <laughs> <laughs> Is that our weirdest uh, call out for the topics? <laughs> Please text in if you've had an epiphany in public. <laughs> All right, so uh, we, every week we do a theme for our song playlists. And this week is no exception. We're doing classical. We are. Going quite old school. So, uh, Vicky, do you want to kick us off with the first track of the week? And I will I'll present it as they did back in the day. Okay, well, we're starting with also Sprock, Zara Thruster. Sounds good. Made famous much later on by um, Nietzsche. Thus speak to Zara Thruster. Anyway, not important. And I think it was in 2001 A Space Odyssey. If that's <laughs> what I'm to. And it's um, by Strauss, and it's a... 1896 number. Mm. So I'll let Ben bring this in. Shall, shall I bring the track in? Yeah, yeah. All right. We want to do this right. Richard is his first name, incidentally. Good I didn't know that. Yeah, there you go. Old Dickie Strauss. Here we go. <laughs> is that what they killed him on the schoolyard? Yeah. Welcome, everybody. You're listening to the Prop Shows All. We've got some Strauss for you this morning. And let's give it a listen. who um, switches over to ABC Classical or possibly Another PBS, rival radio I think. station. One, the one of them that plays movie soundtracks frequently, they switch over to that when they're in the car with their girlfriend to make it ever more epic. If your girlfriend's conversation's a bit droning on, you're like, hang on, baby. I know what, it would just set the tone for this <laughs> Well, track. it was raining once and he's like, this is epic. It's raining in the car. We're driving home late at night. Let True. me just switch over to this movie soundtrack. Rain does make everything more epic. And then if you have that kind of theme song Do you want to know, on... actually, about that friend, what's really weird? And I don't know how to bring it up with her. <laughs> this particular I'm already friend excited. was in America for six weeks. Wait a um, minute, this is me, isn't it? <laughs> Recently, so no. And then following that, I didn't really see her for perhaps another six weeks due to general life admin mm-hmm. that came between us. So uh, maybe a bit longer. We, all up, it's been four months. Since you've seen each other? Yes. More, well, we might have seen each other, but not properly caught up, I say. Like okay. maybe a movie or something where we weren't able to talk, really. Sure. So in that time, I've had a relationship that started and broke up. Well, and so you don't know how to breach the topic? Well, I'm like, should I bother? She's a close friend. She's just happened to be away and then, you know, went to Brisbane. And anyway, she's been busy. I mean, it's genuine. Mm. But I'm just like, well, it's over now. So it broke up this morning. So I'm wondering, I should I bother? I can't wait till you guys get back together. And then this is going to be quite embarrassing. <laughs> well, I'm seeing her on Monday. I'm thinking we were together three or four months. She's been away the whole time. Is it important to tell her? Like, I feel like I've had this secret relationship that she knows like nothing about. I feel like it's notable. But I had a similar situation happen with my auntie once mm. where she was seeing this guy and the first time that I met him, they announced their engagement. <laughs> <laughs> and so I guess wow. they'd been seeing each other for a while. Yeah. But again, it was just whatever in between we just hadn't had a chance to meet. That's weird. And so it's like, hey, this is my new boyfriend. Also, my new fiancé. <laughs> Congratulations. I hope you're cool. <laughs> See, for me, I'm seeing her on Monday, so I wanted to do the commiss, mm. you know, the after-relationship commiseration. But you have to do the the build-up to that as well. Well, yeah. For her, it'll be really odd. I'll be like, oh, me and my boyfriend broke up. And she'll be like, huh. Which, who was that again? <laughs> yeah. Or should I savour it for a few years and be like, that was when I was dating blank. And she'll be like, when was that? And I'll be like, funny you should say that. <laughs> I was secretly holding it from you. Yeah, I was with him for four months and you were away. No, I feel like it, it may come up in conversation if she's like, oh, what were you doing for the last yeah. couple of months? Why are you frowning, <laughs> for example? <laughs> we'll let you ponder that, listeners. But we have some important business to get to, which we teased last week. It's not only business. It's business with a, um, a an intro tune. We've got an p- important proposal to get to. Why don't you play us that intro then? Is it changed or is it the same as last week? Why don't you play it and find oh. out? <laughs> Justice League, Justice League, Justice League, re-evaluating Justice League, do they only need Superman? 
It has not changed since last week, <laughs> I can confirm. <laughs> the eternal question. Do they only need Superman in the Justice yes, League? Yes, re-evaluating the Justice League. So we have the entire Justice League here. Ben is not... <laughs> in the studio. Yes. <laughs> Welcome, Green Arrow. <laughs> <laughs> the Flash was here slightly before Superman, but probably not soon enough. Yeah, he, he uh, came and went already. He's that quick. Yeah, that's true. So last week we gave the Flash, the Flash. a provisional out... Well, it was all we were basically suspended judgment on whether or not we would have Superman in. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Batman. Eval- yeah, whether or not if Batman makes it, then the Flash is in. Yeah, because he can instill hope in Batman. But the, the basic premise of this segment is that Superman has all the abilities of the other Justice League members anyway. Do we really need him? Yeah. So today we're doing Batman. So we're saying, is Superman in fact really being held back by the other Justice League members? He's just being nice by letting them. Yeah, be part pretty of the much. League. Like I'll let them play with me. But we don't really need you here. No, exactly. I, can, I could have done this all alone. I can clean up Metropolis on my own. Pretty much. That's how I feel. Yeah. I wonder if he's, yeah, just playing nice. So, Batman, yeah, why so, is he in? Well, Are you going to be on the defence or the prosecution? Well, we can just go through his abilities all like right. we did last week. Bit of week. an inquisitorial system. Yeah. All right. So, Batman, the, the unusual thing about him as a superhero is he doesn't have any superheroic powers. Mm. He's mostly just got money and peak mental and physical training. Yes, okay, Pr- true. He's not, in fact, a superhero. Yeah. Well, that's does... why it's the Justice League and not, well, like, the superhero he's, team or he's something. He's a superhero, but he's he just doesn't have abilities I would say him. he's a hero. <laughs> he's not as super. Well, he's not super. He doesn't have any powers. Well, master of disguise. He's super rich. Yeah, super rich. There you go. No, that's his offsider. He pays someone else to be a master of disguise. And I wouldn't say he's exactly the master. He wears a trash bag. I think that's being a bit unfair to the Batman costume. <laughs> My mistake. When Batman begins with playing, you saw uh, Christian Bale ordering... Running around in a trash yeah, bag. Yeah, he's like, I need 100 military uh, weapons and, or, you know, these uh, latex masks and And can stuff. you roll by Audi? Yeah, I just need <laughs> some... And grab 500 heavy-duty... plastic. Yeah, that's right, trash can bags. <laughs> I'd love to see Vicky dressed up as a makeshift Batman in... Some plastic trash bags. Well, you already know I'm going to next Halloween as the windows background. So we've got a couple of, of costume parties hill. planned out already. Yep. Good to know. I will go as a, I went as a makeshift... Zoidberg? Yes. That was last year's disguise. I, I went as a makeshift Zoidberg and I had a glove glued to my face. Yeah, that, so was, you think, that was quite good. You think I can top that with a makeshift trash can Batman? Um, anyway, um, this is not important. That's re-evaluating Halloween costumes. We're was, really valuing the Justice League right now. Yeah, so... Batman, he's got genius-level intellect. He's basically uses a lot of gadgets and um, other equipment. So Superman doesn't have those things. No, so that he doesn't, is but does he need them? So that is a differentiation. Well, yeah, because Batman usually, he's like, I can glide because I've got my, you know, stealth. Well, yeah, but Superman can fly. Exactly. So that kind of beats a lot of Batman's That's what powers. I'm saying. He doesn't really need these gadgets because he has those powers. I feel like Batman is trying to be on Superman's level. It does say here he's got a photographic memory. Is that mm. something the Justice League needs? Again, maybe they're on the order side of those sorts of things. Of the law order Yeah, balance. because they just show up. The Flash maybe carries Batman, gives him hope, gets him there quickly, and he remembers with his photographic memory the crime and <laughs> describes it later to the court. You don't want to be the guy that has to get carried by the other superheroes, <laughs> do you? Well, no, but if he wants to get there quickly. Because the, the Flash would be there first to witness the crime. Maybe his memory sucks. He tells it to Batman when he arrives. Yeah, yeah. They could be a team. <laughs> like They could be a crime-fighting duo. Well, not even not really crime-fighting, crime-reporting duo. I'm going to forget this instantly, so I better tell someone who's never going to forget yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. There's an, <laughs> where's the nearest elephant? Oh, here's Batman. <laughs> never mind. See, I feel like they're perhaps more the traditional Justice League using the justice system. Yeah, I see. Well, uh, what about the trained computer hacker? Do you feel like the Justice League? Because Superman, Ooh. he fights like Brainiac. That's like a very I am leaning towards enemy. that, actually. Ooh, yeah. that's not bad. That is not bad. Because uh, I feel like that could come in handy if that's like a Superman deficient power. No, can he hack? But he has superhuman intelligence. He can computer hack, in fact. He does it in Smallville. Well, we were kind of saying that last week that... That was maybe on the couple of times where it's convenient, uh, Clark may have pulled out that ability. So do you think it is in or out that he could alone? I would say if 
we if you watch the movie Swordfish, there's a scene where Hugh Jackman's character yes. has to hack something within like sixty seconds. If we put a race between Batman and Superman hacking a computer, yeah. Batman would win. <laughs> Who would win out of Hugh Jackman, Batman, or Superman? Well, like, and the Flash hacking a computer. Hack- it would be a close between Batman and Hugh Jackman's hacking abilities. I think. Oh. Well, why is Hugh Jackman in the Justice League? Maybe we kick Batman out and get Hugh, Hugh Jackman, Jackman from Swordfish. Because <laughs> I feel like, with? well, no, maybe Hugh Jackman couldn't get there in time because he doesn't have other gadgets. Because he was kind of a poor bum, wasn't he? I guess he lived in a trailer. Yeah, from memory, from memory he was not doing well for himself. <laughs> okay, well we've established <laughs> Hugh Jackman is out of the Justice League. Well, should we put him on the end to reevaluate? Should we be allowed in? In place of another person in the Justice League. What, so Batman's also provisionally in. Whether or not, like, if Wonder Woman is in, we need Batman as well. Why? Well, that's what I'm... Is that what you're No, I'm at? saying if Hugh Jackman's in, do we need Batman? Well, I'm leaving this in your ballpark. Do you want... In your... Is that what... Well, is that his only other... What else has he got? Is that it? He's, he's very stealthy. If you want mm. someone who's quite stealthy, but I feel like isn't Batman invisible? I mean, um, Superman invisible sometimes. No, Did he's just he's up? just really quick. So I guess he could you know hide. Oh, faster with... than like the naked eye or something. Yeah, or just yeah. run away if exactly. you saw him. If you, if you saw someone turning to look in your direction, just you could move. just run away. And they, wouldn't, <laughs> they wouldn't be able to see. Him. So what's his weakness then? What's holding him back? Uh, basically, because he's not a superhero. Like he yeah, doesn't he have can super just be abilities. shot or something. Yeah, he's just got a lot of human weaknesses. So. Yeah, exactly. Like he's, See? he's weak against bullets, or uh, yeah. he's, he's very moral. So if that is good, but so is Batman. Ah, uh, Superman. I think out. Out. I think to be honest. And then that means the Flash is out as well. Yeah, because I feel like Superman would spend all his time looking after Batman, who is not in fact super. And we did last week mention how broody he is. Yeah. You feel like he could just lower the tone of the whole room. Well, we've got to get this other hanger on to keep him hopeful. <laughs> Whereas maybe Super. Do you think Superman could keep Batman up? B. I think he'd do his best, but... Not probably... as good as having the power of hope. Yeah, he'd probably get over it after a while. Quite annoying. Like, shut up, Batman. I'm trying to save some True. crimes here. But I feel like, would Superman, if Batman's in the league, spend a lot of time helping out Batman? Do you think too much to take away from the crime? The actual crime, him? yeah. Would All he right. be often trying to help Batman? What do you think? I yeah, need I, guidance. I, I think I'm leaning towards Batman and Flash out. Out? Yeah. So, so far, we've just got Superman in the league. Yes, yeah, Superman's in the league. Uh, Batman and the Flash are out, it seems. All right, we've got another four members to go through. Plus, we have to evaluate Hugh Jackman. Wow. Is he, should he be allowed in the Justice League? You're already saying that you don't Singing, want... dancing, triple threat Hugh Jackman. Oh, you're, you're going... With hacking abilities. You're going the actual Hugh Jackman. Yes. Because that gets even more complicated. That's I what I was thinking. I don't think that... Hugh Jackman his, has as good hacking skills as his character. Oh, I see. Mm. So you're going Hugh Jackman from Swordfish. I'm going the actual Hugh Jackman. I'd say they're both out. Really? <laughs> I, I don't think they've had their fair day in court. Maybe we can come up with a B team for the Justice League. All right. Hugh well, Jackman and Batman. The, Batman and the Hugh Jackman and the Flash. Well, we don't need Hugh Jackman and Batman. Okay, Hugh Jackman and the Flash then. They're, they're a buddy cop duo. Yep, I don't mind that. They're a buddy cop duo, totally. They I can guess- get to crimes quickly and witness them. I could see that as a good uh, daytime drama. <laughs> the buddy cop duo, the Flash and Batman. One has photographic memory. <laughs> <laughs> the other's as fast as lightning. And they get whack- wacky adventures every yeah, week. Yeah, I, I don't see a problem with this. So we're going to our next song, I should imagine. Yeah, let's do so it. So we've settled that business. For, we've settled that proposal. We propose that in reevaluating the Justice League, the Flash and Batman are out. If you would like to raise any objections to this proposal, text in 0427-767-767. Uh, you can let us know you do not agree with the exclusion of The Flash and Batman. Be sure to um, explain your reasons because the way we see it, they are not offering anything that Superman does not have. Uh, who would you like to evaluate next week, Ben? Maybe we should go with Aquaman because he seems like an obvious out to me. Well, I thought The Flash was an obvious out. Yeah, well. We, we... He got in there. So this is harder than I thought. Because <laughs> that whole hacking thing, I'm like, did that get Batman in? But it does... Okay, I still haven't decided. The amount of time spent hacking, would that equal to the amount of time that um, Superman is having to help him out? Well, you don't solve every crime with hacking. No. But Superman could probably just like get a hacker friend. He's a nerd. I feel like we've dwelled on this plenty. Yes. So uh, You think Superman could just recruit a hacker for that one case? He'll hire a freelancer when he needs to. Yeah, exactly. All right, so we're going to our second song of today. Would you like me to uh, bring you in? 
Thank you, everyone. You're listening to the Prop Shows all on Sin. This is some old school going all the way back to <laughs> 1880. And uh, we're listening to Takata and Figure in D minor. D, whatever. <laughs> I don't have time to pronounce things. I gotta do my announcer voice. Let's listen. <laughs> And welcome back. That was the radio edit of... <laughs> of uh, Takata and t- Fugue and D minor. There you go. <laughs> and I don't want anyone to... People have been texting in, criticising our inaccuracies. I feel our? like... Well, that I did say that was from 1880 or 1707, lest anyone think I don't <laughs> know my classical music. <laughs> our mistake. Sorry to all those uh, Bach aficionados out there. Indeed. We went a bit... Too far, Bark. Whoa. <laughs> it's like we were almost planning that one. I know. We weren't. Um, I've got something to propose, Ben. I will allow it. Good. First proposal, I'd like to make one. <laughs> Past. Yes. yes, done. Secondly, well, it's not as relevant now, but recently, <laughs> pre-breakup, this makes things even more difficult. Yeah, but this is why we have to really get to things as they happen. Because yes, you could have just pretended that you were still in a relationship as of... For an extra week. I yeah. should have for the sake of the show. But unfortunately, no, I've now... Un, I'm not in. I'm not a fellow Daytee anymore. I'm alone. You, n- you never officially got past Daytee status. No, I was always just a fellow Daytee. <laughs> I'm a lone wolf again. <laughs> Text in 0427767767. Your if number you, won't come through. If so. you would like to date Vicky. Yeah, if you'd like to be my fellow Daytee. Sure. Um, I come with... Poor reviews <laughs> from my recent dating, but don't let that up. hold you back. <laughs> um, what about this Indiana Jones guy that you mentioned about a month ago? Does he have a chance now? You mentioned he was a jerk at the time. He's cray. That guy's cray. But, you know, we're back on the single market. Maybe you have to take what you can get. I know. Slim pickings, I have to say. Goodbye, fellow DT. Should have written a tribute song. We can still do it. I will. Unfortunately, it was only this morning, so I should have waited a, a week to bang this in. This, uh, <laughs> what's the word? This information. This scoop. To bang the scoop. Yeah. Yeah, that's what they say. That's what you do. You try and get the scoop out of the um out of the ice cream scooper. Bang the back of it a little. Oh, I see. I had no idea. Should have left the scoop about. a bit longer. Now that I'm no longer a fellow DT, I could have written a tribute song. Goodbye, fellow DT. <laughs> Goodbye, nearly friend. You have been the one who cooked me eggs at 2am. Oh, anyway. <laughs> so anyway, before we broke up, it's going to sound creepy now, but before when we were still together, I bought him um, a kitchen present that he needed. Okay. So I need a bit of assistance, especially now, on how best to gift it, as the present I bought was a needed gift. And you think this could have been the downfall of your relationship? That I didn't give it to him. Oh, didn't you? You just uh, anticipated giving it to no, him? No, I did in the end. And I was like, perhaps this is the beginning of the end. That's what I'm saying. I like, gifted him a knife. And uh, how much of your blood did you smear it in? Zero percent. Well, there's your problem. I know. <laughs> I didn't write I love you in my bleeding fingers yeah. as I um, dropped to the ground. So you're, you're proposing that... There is no non-freaky way to gift someone with a knife. It's always odd. I gave it to him in a car park... What? I was like, oh, here's a gift for you. And he was like, put that damn thing away. It was in a box. Yeah, no doubt. That's so weird. Why were you giving him in a car park? Because that's where he dropped me off. And I was like, oh, I've got this oh, for you. Oh, quick, I forgot to give you this earlier. My love. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, crap, put that away. Like, there could be police around. This looks so shady. But why, like, did you just forget to give it to him earlier? Or that's... you? No, like, we only really... Like, then we were going out for coffee and I felt it was even creepier to give it to him in a cafe. To so bring it public. along. In yeah. Specific... Like, have a concealed weapon. But th- why don't you want to make a big deal of your gifts? Like, well, I'll wait for the perfect time. Well, it was just, a, like, a $4 kitchen knife. I just, I feel like you could have uh, got more relationship kudos for you if you didn't give it to him in a parking, the parking lot. lot. Yeah. So that made it worse. That was a creepy way. Someone said you should, uh, should find friend with... Benefits, I believe it should be benefits. Mm. Or you sound... maybe she's hinting at me. Yeah, Ben's not that fit. That I'm going to change my uh, Facebook name to Friend with Benefits, <laughs> just in case hopefully someone will. Uh, no, your get name a should hint. just be Benefits. Benefits. So send friend request to Benefits. There we go. Anyhow, that should could find... be my celebrity couple nickname. <laughs> if I ever with go who? Out, if I go out with fit Jennifer Thompson. Lopez. 
Is she especially fit? I was thinking maybe Michelle Bridges or someone like Fit oh, McGee. Who, someone who is actually fit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, should find a friend. Options are wide open. Vicky. Should find a friend with, I believe, benefits. You sound hot. There you go. Mm. I think that's an offer. Are you going to take him up and oh, give him a I'm knife? I'm looking for at least a fellow datee. I don't give knives to just anyone. That's oh, not okay. friend with benefits. How long into the relationship does it take until you start smearing it with your blood? Uh, it wasn't smeared with blood, but I believe it was around yeah, six no. weeks that the knife was given. He didn't even get to that stage. No, that's he like, didn't. You know, you have for silver anniversaries, it's like 15 years you have to give him silver. Oh, like so when's the blood anniversary? Yeah, so you obviously six weeks is the regular knife. But maybe like three months in, that's the bloodstained knife. Well, the annoying thing about our breakup was like we had to hurry it up because you were in the driveway. Yeah, well, time is <laughs> important here. We've got a show to get to. So do you have any ways or text in 0427-767-767. Is there any not freaky way to give someone a knife? <laughs> and uh, any way is probably better than the, the way Vicky did. In a parking lot. Yeah. What's wrong with that? It was in a box wrapped up. Did it have a bow around it? Like no. a baby? It was in a nice decorative knife box. What kind of knife are we talking like? A big kitchen knife? Yeah. Like a sharp one? Yeah, big sharp kitchen knife. Yeah, because I feel like the sharper, the creepier as well. I feel like it was a creepy gift. Did you give him a list of things that he could slaughter with it? Ooh, no, that would be good. Because that seems like a nice, obvious I think accompaniment. I gave a verbal list of pumpkins. What does that mean? You can now cut pumpkins, I believe. Is oh, he had trouble cutting pumpkins up he until He had previously that struggled, yes. Well, there you go. At least... If it, uh, to those who are deciding whether or not to date me, just quietly, yeah. I come with gifts. <laughs> a gift after six weeks. I don't know if, like, they could probably buy a four dollar knife. Probably and not go through the hassle of. But how great is it not to have to? Radio. True, <laughs> true that. Downsides. We'll talk about you on radio. Yeah, it seems like there's a lot of catches to dating Vicky. But <laughs> if you're willing to put up with it, or you want to be, if you made want a knife, into- I come with steak knives. Yeah. Be aware, last week she was pimping this guy out as Aquaman, essentially. He's pretty buff. This week, uh, I'm just crazy and I'll give you knives all of the time. No, someone said it's only freaky if you insert it into them during the giving. Thank you. I thought it was fine. You thought you did? You did I thought I did a great job. Inserted? No, I did not insert it into him. That is not the reason for the breakup. Oh, okay. Because I mean. would have dumped you too if that's the <laughs> Like, Vicky... We got along great, but you really got to stop stabbing me. Well, feel free to text in 0427-767-767, knife gift suggestions or commiz with me. Why don't you blunt it? That might have... Well, then like... why would I give it to him? It's I couldn't say, now you can put pumpkins with this. I'm like, well, now you can put this with the rest of your knives that don't work especially well. It's like giving someone a puzzle set where it's like, here, it's the gift, but you have to assemble Well, I'll gift. give him the handle att- disattached from the blade. No, no, no. Next, You give him the blunt knife and then next birthday you can give him the sharpener to... To make it useful. It wasn't even his birthday. It was just a free gift. Oh, well, that's for dating. That's me. even better. I know. You're not. You're not giving your four dollar gifts away on the most special of all days. No, I'm not. It was just a. F- just came along with me. You get me and a knife. Well, there's a double whammy for I you. I know. It's exciting, isn't it? So you can text in 0427-767-767 and commiserate with me on the demise of my three or four month relationship. <laughs> <laughs> but we're coming up to our next song. We're doing the radio edits of classical hits. A lot of these are <laughs> half an hour long. We don't have time for that. We'll give you the best couple of minutes of these uh, tracks today. So we've got coming up now Beethoven, Symphony Number no. 5 in C minor. A bit of a minor key for us to all commiserate together. Oh, yeah. This is one of my favourite Beethoven tracks. <laughs> Someone said, how about you play some songs? So here you go. da 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 Doing some classical old school for you this morning. So we got Thanks Babes, a fine choice from the same person who wanted a song. You're welcome. Oh, wow, that was unexpected. Yeah, I did not expect you to actually enjoy that. So <laughs> No, we were trying to torture our listeners That's like right. we do every week. <laughs> but glad we could abide by someone's uh, preferences once in a while. So uh, recently on the show, or not even recently, a long time ago, mm. we discussed the, the concept of the usual. We did. We said that we... <clears throat> ben wanted a usual. I enjoyed having a usual at my local yeah. cafe. So it was basically whenever you go to a, a location, a restaurant or something, and 
you uh, a location restaurant as opposed to what? Well, I was thinking no, like a restaurant or maybe there's other places where you could get. Like, oh, a... like a location like a restaurant. So yeah. I thought you meant like a location restaurant, like a destination holiday. Oh, okay. Like that was a thing. Like there's an online restaurant where you look at pictures of coffee or something. <laughs> I'd like my usual picture, please. Exactly. Uh, so it's... photo of a latte. <laughs> Wherever you Wait, go. To... That's not a photo of a skinny latte. Ah, uh, yeah. I want two sugars in my photo. <laughs> No, it's wherever you go to a cafe or something, and as Vicky pointed out, you ask for the usual, or you don't even have to ask. They just know. They're aware. Yeah, because you're such a regular customer mm. that you're like, oh, I don't even have to go through the rigmarole of ordering. <laughs> the rigmarole. <laughs> well, it's a to-do sometimes. But I uh, I finally got a usual, mm. and I immediately retract Regret it. my statement. Ugh. You want to retract the usual? Just start mixing it up. Order something crazy that you could never have guessed. Well, it's too late now because I'm already known as Lasagna Guy. Oh, no, that's not a great name. Are you sure? Oh, it could be worse. It could be Pizza Face. No, they didn't actually call me that. Oh. But I feel like behind my back. So is this all in your happened. head, really? Well, what happened, I, it was a place that I'd ordered lasagna and didn't even take all that long to get a usual either. Like maybe my third visit, they were like, do you want lasagna? Why don't you just say no, thanks? Because I did want lasagna. Foolish. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was your first mistake, enjoying but lasagna too much. The thing that I didn't realise... That is... variety is the spice of life? No, because, <laughs> again, I did indeed want the lasagna, but um, I had to begrudgingly accept. So you're annoyed that they know you so well. Yeah, I felt like I was ready to yell at her, like, you don't know me. But she does. What's your problem? You jackass? Because I feel like now... I think you feel like you're a jerk. My whole identity has been reduced to this one food. I don't think it has. I don't think they're like, hey, here's the guy who just lives for this lasagna. That's what went through my mind, though. You're like, I feel like I walk in and they're like, oh, it's lasagna Ben, living for the lasagna. Just going to work to afford some lasagna. Going to have lasagna tonight? And I was so predictable. That after my, so you felt judged by the usual. I did. And I thought I would feel amazing. Like, I don't have to, you know, talk to anyone or... See, I had a breakup, didn't get commiseration. Someone's commiserated text to you. <laughs> What'd they say? Someone has said, that happened to me at the school canteen. Yeah. I was called Fruit Cup Girl by the Scottish canteen lady. See, it's so easy to fall into this trap. But what's wrong with that? The you don't trap want to be known as Fruit intimacy. Cup Girl. Well, no, I don't. Like, hey, everybody. It sounds like it's a comment on my body or something. What, you look like a fruit cup? I don't know, like fruit cup boobs or something. I mean, like, (laughs) there's nothing wrong with me. I love having my usual. No one's like, here comes Cappuccino Smith. Like, Well, that you know of. I walk in and they're like, hey, and then my coffee's ready. I just felt like I didn't realise that this stranger that I'd met, and not even met, but, you know, ordered from. Encountered. Yeah, encountered two times prior had uh, had deduced So you feel like me. twice is too soon for a usual? Well, I felt like... I- or if you would go back there now, would you again order the lasagna? Yeah. What's your freaking problem? <laughs> because I felt like it uh, reduces the complexity that is Ben to a single food. But you're not complex. That's your problem. I'm, I'm sort of complex. No, you're not. You're incredibly simple. You I'm... hate all foods but pasta and meat. But I've got other the lasagna things... lasagna is a perfect meal for you. I've got other things going on in my life. Like what? This radio show, for yeah, example. Yeah, exactly. But she doesn't know You've that. Got radio and lasagna. Maybe you should mention the radio show and she'd basically know you. Well, that, that's what I felt like I have to do now to establish a usual. I have to be like, you know what? I do like lasagna a lot, but I'm, I'm more than lasagna. You're not more than lasagna. That's your problem. You're noticing your true fact. You feel like I'm just lasagna? You're just lasagna. You love pasta and meat. You have a radio show and you watch movies every weekend. That's Ben. It sounds pretty good to me. I know. <laughs> it sounds like you. Sounds like I just described you. It's too soon to know someone's usual by three times, someone has said. So what, how many is the appropriate? Maybe five? I don't know. They didn't say, do you want the usual, though? They said, would you like the lasagna, right? But it's the same thing. She well, knew my order based on my appearance and that alone. Probably because you stink of pasta and meat because it's all you ever eat. I didn't go in there wearing my lasagna <laughs> flavoured aftershave. <laughs> yeah, with my T-shirt that says, I love lasagna. Well, you probably just stink of it over years of eating it because all you ever eat is pasta and meat. She probably smelled lasagna on you pasta, out of your pores. i, I got to say, pasta and meat individually are great in one food is amazing. Exactly. She so, smelled them on you. was like, wow. I know what this guy's going to love. Funny you should order it twice. I was so right. Maybe everyone that goes to this restaurant just likes lasagna. It's like, oh, she just does it to everyone. It's all about Ben. 
No, that's definitely not all about me. That's what I'm so. That's what I'm saying. What was this message that you, we got earlier that you said you were going to get back to? Oh, it wasn't important. But we've got a new one now. Talk about show. Get free food. Talk about show. I think there needs to be the step three question mark, question mark, question mark. Oh, okay. I think if you talk to her about the show, somehow that will get you free food, perhaps because we mentioned her on the show or something. Yeah, I feel like. And she'll be like, you brought up the lasagna, didn't you? And you'll get offended. Yeah, I will. <laughs> which is madness because there's meat and pasta making its way out of your pores because it's tired of being with all the other meat and pasta in your body. Sounds like you're just jealous. <laughs> <laughs> I think it might be time for a song while so. Ben reevaluates putting a single vegetable into his diet. Mm, it's a pretty quick evaluation. You also love cheese. That's everything. Yeah, I know. It's it's a, a it's god's a super food. food. <laughs> <laughs> it's the nectar of the gods. What more do you want in a food group? It's not a food group. Lasagna is not its own it's food. It's the top group. of the pyramid. Eat okay. every day. I, I guess. The... Well, for you, it is eat every day. When you say no, they I, could I, run I, an I, ad I, for their food on the show, apparently. Yeah, I don't even know what the place is called. But we're not supposed to advertise it anyway, so True. it's not going to work. But you're saying it's a food group. It's, and you're saying eat every day. Did you eat it every, like three days in a row? Did you go lasagna Monday, lasagna Tuesday, no, came in for a Wednesday? maybe like over the course of a month. Oh, all right. Mm. I was thinking like Monday, Tuesday, if you're showing up on the Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. Then I could maybe <laughs> yeah, see her snap judgment. Like this is a quickly repeating trend. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going to let you all percolate on that um, while we go into a bit of... Go back to this uh, this one that we skipped, the Tchaikovsky track. We uh, deprived our listeners of oh, that earlier. Oh, my mistake. I'm very sorry. Yeah. Which, uh... Okay, we're on Tchaikovsky. Yeah. Another great one coming at you from Sin. This is all the way back from 1896. Wrap your ears around some... No. What? 1880. 1880. <laughs> Uh, this is the 1812 Overture, the 70 years. <laughs> Welcome back to the Prop Shows All. You're listening to the final bells of Tchaikovsky's 1812 Overture. Mm, the finale and not the boring half an hour that precedes it. <laughs> Yes. It was quite fun putting this playlist together because uh, I basically had to rank them because I know we often don't have time to get to our whole playlist. Yes. And so I had to basically do a uh, American Idol of classical music, <laughs> which it hasn't really... They competed. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, Bach versus Tchaikovsky. Who wins? up? Oh, Bach, pull your A game. Tchaikovsky <laughs> obviously wins this one. It so was... apparently the 1812 Overture is celebrating Russia's defeat of Napoleon Bonaparte. There you go. Mm. I always associate it with a uh, a preview of Neon Genesis Evangelion. I always associated it with when Fraser came back to Channel Nine. Fraser is back. Oh, okay. Fraser is back. Yeah, yeah. That was the promo song. There was one. I think um one that we probably won't have time to get to, but in the Hall of the Mountain King. That's quite a fun song. Yeah, which uh, I I put on the playlist, but it was always in my mind. Um, that's the one that goes. I always associated with the commercial from Canada for trolls. You know, there's troll dolls. <laughs> with the hair. Yeah, yeah. They're like big in the early 90s. And the lyrics were, uh, magic troll and make a wish, make a wish, make a wish. <laughs> <laughs> so text in in the last few minutes of the show, 0427 What classical songs do you associate with ridiculous things? Because yeah. <laughs> they're in the public domain now. Exactly. You, but know, you mean Bach's not getting any royalties? Doesn't seem show? like it, no. What I was going to mention was, do you realise the whole of your mother's hometown in Canada, Calgary, mm. is flooded? Oh, yeah, I've been seeing the uh, Facebook messages, but that's about if I hadn't seen them, I probably wouldn't know. Yeah, it's been completely flooded, and the animals have been put in the courthouse from the zoo. Oh, it's like a Noah's Ark. I know. Isn't it amazing? All the animals are stowed in the nor- in the Nort house. That'd be awesome. In the courthouse, like Noah's Ark. So how cool is that? Do they put on mock trials? That would be Just great. A kangaroo kicks. court? Yeah, I don't know how many kangaroos there are in, <laughs> in Calgary. Calgary. But, uh, yeah, I feel like just to pass the time, you could have, like, a, you know, a stork as the judge or something. It'd be and, amazing yeah, just everyone... to pass the time. Yeah, was... Just for yucks. Yeah. Now that we're all here. We've got 100 animals in a courtroom. What bring else do do? the animals to the courtroom. But now that they're here, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to not take advantage of this amazing opportunity. Animal court seems like a reality show <laughs> waiting to happen. 
We um, convict you, crocodile, of the crime of eating half of the courtroom. Yeah, that's right. Half of the jury. Yeah, how do you plead? Full. <laughs> Um, and on that note, we'd like to send a shout out to all of our friends in Calgary. Good luck. Um, I thought you were going to say to the through. crocodile. To the crocodile. All of our friends inside crocodiles as well. Mm, true. Um, good luck with um, the cleanup. And with that, I think it's time to learn or to recap what we've already learned from today's greatness of an episode. I think despite Vicky's traumatic morning, we've had quite the show. <laughs> yes. Despite the fact I got broken up with and may or may not cry after the show. We've I've had quite a great morning. That we should space out our tourist attractions a bit more evenly. I've learned that our tourist attractions should be dispersed amongst a monorail. I've learned that a hundred trampolines is better than the Twelve Apostles, the Arc de Triomphe, and the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> I've learned that we're not thinking of things logarithmically in their entertainment factor enough. I've learned that giving someone a bloody knife is now traditional for the three-month anniversary. I've learned that it's more than safe to give someone a knife as long as you don't insert it into them. <laughs> I've learned that Hugh Jackman and The Flash would make for an excellent buddy cop team. I've learned that Ben admits the only two foods he can bear to eat, pasta and meat. And I've learned that the Magic Trolls song is going to be stuck in my head for the rest of the day. <laughs> so we'll finish up there for today. We'll leave you this afternoon with some of... Kamina Barana, obviously, Vicky. Yes, with uh, O Fortuna. Probably my favourite 1936 hit. Is it only 1936? Oh, yeah. Wow, that's so recent. <laughs> so epic to be so new. Well, we'll, we'll tune, you, tune out. I hope you don't. But we will now leave you with a bit of O Fortuna. Stay tuned for our next show. That is on next week? <laughs> no, for the next show now. Oh, I don't know who's on. <laughs> the Inventors or something. Yes. Enter the Inventors. There Enter we go. Enter the we got Inventors. There. Stay tuned for Enter the Inventors and make sure you come back same time, same day next week to hear more Prop Shows All. And if you associate this song with a beer commercial, congratulations, you win. <laughs> See you guys.